And now, from the gleaming spires of Chicago, broadcasting across the multiverse, from the heights of Hlidskjalf to the depths of Niflheim, from the MCU to the DCU, from the slopes of Mount Olympus and beyond, you are tuned to the immortal sounds of Radio Free Asgard. And hello, everybody. Welcome to Radio Free Asgard, episode number 382. We're still the only Thor podcast hosted by a true descendant of Odin. We're a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. And welcome, everybody, along to the show where we are in beautiful fall weather here in Chicago. A little bit rainy today, but the rest of this week has been amazing. Uh, Just really, really nice early fall weather. We're into autumn here. The leaves are changing. Things are getting cooler. It's frankly the kind of weather I really like. I really enjoy it. I I really like to wander around. Uh, As you know, I spent a couple of weeks in Michigan and then even a few days down in Indiana uh, not very long ago as I record this. So everybody, I hope you're all doing well, keeping healthy, staying safe, wearing your masks, washing your hands, continuing to take all of the uh, necessary precautions. Uh, Yeah, it's one of those times right now. So everybody take care. Uh, Lots of uh, COVID cases going up all around the country. We don't want any of you getting sick because we need all the listeners we have. So anyway, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. And this week, we're just going to go ahead and continue on what we are covering right now, which is Thor Volume 3. And we'll be looking at issue number two of Thor Volume 3 right after the music. Cross the rainbow bridge of Asgard, where the booming heavens roar. you behold in breathless wonder the God of Thunder, mighty Thor. And indeed, Thor Volume 3, number 2, was published in 2007, I believe it was September of 2007. And the cover art is by Oliver Koypel, inked by Mark Morales. Shows Thor, and he has lightning crackling around him, and he looks like he's shouting or spitting or something. Anyway, he's got his mouth open wide. There's little bits of spit coming out of it, lightning crashing around him. Beautiful cover here. And we open up to the splash page. J. Michael Straczynski was the writer. Oliver Koypel was the penciler. Mark Morales was the inker. Laura Martin was the colorist. Chris Yolopoulos was the letterer. <laughs> Alejandro Arbona was the assistant editor. Warren Simons was the editor. Joe Casada was the editor-in-chief. Dan Buckley was the publisher. We open up at Diner, which apparently has the credits as the name of the diner, which would be really weird. But anyway, uh, we're in a diner, and we are, as you know, Broxton, Oklahoma, and we have uh, something important happening in this issue. Anyway, how are those griddle cakes working out for you, mister? And uh, it turns out it's it's Bill Jr., uh, who is running this uh, diner. We have a picture on the wall of Big Bill, Little Bill, and Bill Jr. And it's obvious it's a uh, family named Bill. Anyway, and it's Don Blake sitting here having hotcakes. And he says, uh, Blake, Donald Blake, 
Oh, right, you're that new boarder staying up by Mrs. Sooner's place. A doctor, right? That's right. Word gets around fast. Town like this, word is mostly what we got. If you want an Xbox or an arcade, you got to go to Oklahoma City. Round here, we got some stores, post office, one doctor, two bars, and eight churches. Only difference in the last 20 years is that we used to just have seven churches. Number eight, as my dad likes to say, we got the devil outnumbered by a clean four to one even if they are Methodists. So what's the damage, says Blake? Five and change. But since you're new in town and a doctor and all, let's say this first one's on the house. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, says Blake. You are a medical doctor, right? The saving lives kind, not the doctor on paper who mainly reads books? Nope. I'm the saving lives kind, says Blake. At least that's what I'm hoping for. And we see him driving in a truck with an Oklahoma license plate out in the middle of nowhere, just miles and miles of uh, kind of barren prairie land. And he gets out of the truck and he's looking around and he's wearing his shades and and a white T-shirt and his cargo shorts. And he's carrying his uh, little staff. And uh, he's just kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And he says, nothing but miles and miles of miles and miles. Perfect. And he kneels down on the ground and he takes his staff and he, we don't see him bang it on the ground, but we know that's what happened because meanwhile, back at the diner, we have uh, William Jr., Bill Jr. He uh, is looking up because he noticed a big boom, thunder, and they see a big crack of lightning. Bill Jr. says, weather's awfully variable for a Sunday. And the old man having coffee at the table says, Yep. And is it just me, or don't you normally hear thunder after the lightning, not before? And we shift back to where the lightning happened, and Thor is there, and he's looking around, and he's got his hammer in hand, and big cloud of dust, and he's saying, this will do. And we get a little bit of narration from the prior uh, issue. Where there is Thor, there is Asgard. And he is whipping his hammer around with a foom, foom, foom. Um, kind of the bull roarer kind of, of thing. Beautiful shot here. This is a beautifully composed page. I would love to own this. Um, it's whipping the hammer around. Dirt's kind of kind of coming up off the ground. And the sound is reverberating all the way into town. And we have uh, things vibrating on, in the houses. And we have the group of old ladies, including Mrs. Sooner, uh, who is the owner of the hotel, and they're uh, they're having coffee, and their their spoons are um, going tink tink tink. And we see Bill Junior and the dishes and the diner going tink 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 tink. And Mrs. Sooner saying, "And as I was saying to that nice new boarder, Doctor Blake, the choir seems just a little bit off since Jennifer left." And blah blah blah. And uh, everyone is uh, looking around and wondering what's going on. And Bill Jr.'s like, what the? And the old man's like, Bill, you better get over here. Here's something you don't see every day. And there's this big, huge bank of storm clouds and just lightning just coming down out of those storm clouds. We have a full page here of of Thor flying around in the storm shouting, Asgard! Anyway. Uh, we see uh, a weather report, and it's a obviously um, 
Oklahoma area weather report, and the weatherman is reporting. And that big thunderstorm we've been tracking for the last week is still whirling away in this big open area west of Oklahoma City. That it still hasn't moved has got the National Weather Bureau shaking its head and saying it's not like any storm they've ever seen before. And uh, it's uh, clear that this big storm is now has been going on for a whole week as Thor's doing whatever he's doing in the middle of the storm. We see him um, kind of floating around in, in the clouds and um, down below on the highway we see a couple of sheriff's deputies and they're watching the storm and uh, they're next to their car. The car has the, the uh, blinker lights on the top. One of the cops is saying, I'm just saying if you're curious, go on in and take a look. I'll wait for you. Hell no. Now come on, let's get out of here. The last time anybody saw a storm like that, it ended up with somebody dropping a house on a witch. And we see uh, Thor kind of uh, you know, fighting the storm or whatever he's doing. We're not really sure what he's doing in there right now. One thing's sure, there's not a soul in the world who would even stand upright in something like that. And we see buildings taking shape in the middle of the storm as, as this is all going on. And Thor lands on the building and the storm is dissipating as he does so. And he's standing and looking at all these buildings and it is Asgard. It is Asgard in the purest John Buscema-ish sense of it. Big conical towers, a couple of them look like boobs. Um, got uh, big towers and castles and walls and basically there's this huge uh, city now sitting in the middle of this big old field and we have some forests and yeah so basically he turned this vast empty prairie into a city with forests and mountains which is weird but it's magic so you kind of have to excuse it and Thor is uh, wandering through the empty streets of the city and he's remembering uh, you know the scene here between him and Sif and I think this was uh, a scene that took place at the end of the hero's you know, deconstructed or heroes disassembled or whatever it was called. And uh, she's saying to Thor, I fear I shall never see you again. If there is a way, I shall come for you, says Thor. I shall always find you, though the world and fire and the end of all things stand between us. And Thor is wandering around the city and just kind of touching the walls. And I guess it's all brand new and in good repair. And he hears the horn honking from the sheriff's car below him and it's a honk honk and one of the sheriffs is like you sure you want to be doing that ed you just let me do the talking i don't know i why do you trouble me says thor about time says the sheriff i hey i recognize you says the other cop you're thor aren't you i have been known by many names that is one of them says thor yes it is as it should be restored to its glory and the, the sheriff is not happy he's kind of walking up to, to Thor and the, the deputy is warning him I've seen this guy on news Ed he's one of the Avengers or was I know who he is Frank doesn't change the fact that he's breaking the law look Mr. Thor we don't want any trouble but you can't just go putting this down wherever you want why not says Thor because this is private property. You can't build on it without a permit, without ownership, without 
I cannot build on this ground, says Thor. That's right. Very well, says Thor. And they uh, turn around and the sheriff is like, see, you just got to be firm with people. And in the end, everything works out. I suppose that, uh, says the sheriff. And then all of a sudden, more lightning and more uh, electricity pouring out of the hammer. Lots of uh, uh, wind and explosions. And Thor goes back to doing what he was doing before, apparently. And we see the... Um, the sheriffs are getting blown around and the, the car is getting rocked by the force of what's going on. And we see Thor standing in the middle of a, a maelstrom, much like he was before. And the entire city is rising up into the sky. Um, you know, you got basically this big chunk of rock coming up from underground. And Thor is levitating all of this with his unforeseen uh levitation with a hammer powers which i don't think we've ever seen before <laughs> and uh the the wind is strong enough that it, it's threatening to blow the uh, the sheriffs away they're kind of hanging on the car and they and the car is also kind of looking like it might blow away too and we see that thor has levitated the entire city above the ground and uh, thor turns around to the sheriffs and he said it is no longer on the ground we uh, will, all right, we'll go and uh, discuss this. Right. And the sheriffs go driving away, and we see uh, Asgard just floating, just uh, looks like just a couple of yards above the ground. The uh, deputy is like, technically, he's right. I need to think about this, Frank. I know, I'm just saying. And Thor is watching the two uh, sheriffs drive off over his empty city, and we shift scenes to the nighttime and he's just kind of sitting here in this empty room and he's uh, talking to himself nothing all this nothing nothing without my people and he's remembering what don blake said to him last issue if it is for mortals to say whether the gods exist then i say that they live on in the hearts and souls and minds of mortals they need only to be found and awakened and Thor's thinking, only to be found and awakened. And it appears that day breaks as Thor's still pondering all of this. And there's a honk honk. And Thor wanders down out of the tower. And um, there's a truck there. And it's a, it's a guy, old guy and a little kid. And um, the guy's name is uh, Sam Miller. And he goes, excuse me, my name is Miller. Sam Miller, I own this land, and the sheriff said I ought to talk to you directly. Look, I don't want any trouble, but you're squatting on a very valuable piece of real estate. Well, floating over, but I still own those rights, too. Valuable property, says Thor. Yes. Well, eventually. Now, see, if you want to buy this, well, I'm sure we can work something out. But clearly, we'd have to negotiate something. Of course, the value has gone up a mite because the value is in the eye of the beholder. And you've clearly got an eye for this place. And Thor says, follow me. And uh, he goes off along the parapets. And Sam is like, looks like you better get the ladder, Toms. I guess that's the kid. 
And we see him climbing a ladder up those few yards into a big stairway that leads up into Asgard. And he climbs up with the, into the uh, city and he's walking around. And uh, he's saying, well, me without a camera. And Thor uh, speaks from near a doorway. Here, as with all things Asgard, the treasury has also been restored. Take what you want, then leave. Do not return. And he opens up his big double door, and it is a huge room and is just full of gold. Uh, just gold and treasure and probably magical weapons and that kind of thing. And uh, Sam's like, Tom, back up the truck. What did you? Back up the truck right now. And we see uh, Sam going back and forth and uh, panting, and he's just carrying his big piles of, of gold coins out with him. And we see that he has loaded up the back of the truck, heaping high with gold coins. And uh, <laughs> we get a, a shift in scenes where we see the truck heaped with gold ho- coins uh, driving off, which it really shouldn't be able to do because gold is bloody heavy. But anyway, um, and we cut back to the diner where um, Bill Jr. is talking to a bunch of locals here. And I was talking to Ed's boy. And he says that Thor fella bought up the land up by Route 19. How much land? All of it, says Bill Jr. Kind of showy, don't you think? This is one of the guys. Well, you know, he's not from around here now, is he? And uh, Mrs. Sooner is here reading the paper, and she says, Still and all, he's a neighbor now, and I think it's up to us to welcome him, make him feel a part of the community, maybe invite him to church. I hear he's all alone up there in that big place. Must be hard to be alone like that. That kind of alone must be the hardest thing in the whole world. And we cut to Thor, who's up there in his big place all alone. And it's nighttime now, and he's standing there looking at the moon. And there's uh, you know, Thor's thinking about what uh, Blake said in issue one. And also what he said to Sif in the, in the scene earlier. If there is a way, I shall come for you. I shall always find you, though the world and fire and the end of things stand between us. And Blake's voice, they live on in the hearts and souls and minds of mortals. They only need to be found and awakened. And Thor's standing there and he uh, puts on his helmet and he says, Sif, Heimdall, Balder, Fandral, Volstagg. Can your souls hear me? Do my words find you in the hearts of mortals? If they do, then hear this vow. I shall find you, though I comb the four corners of the earth in my quest. I shall find you. And Thor takes off flying from Asgard, and we have a to be continued. And we'll be talking all about this issue right after this message. So which is the hottest Marvel character? Iron Man. Ant-Man. I can't decide between Professor X and Magneto, so both. Loki. Is Wolverine Marvel? What about uh, White Tiger? What about uh, White Tiger? Uh, <laughs> Doc Samson. Who's he? Star Fox. That's a video game. The girls go on a journey to determine every Marvel character's hotness in Ohatmu or Not, the official handbook of the Marvel Universe podcast you didn't know you wanted. Available on iTunes and at fireandwaterpodcast.com. 
And we're back with a few comments about the issue, as we always have. And yeah, so it's a good, solid issue, this. I, I think that they're continuing the story. It's decompressed storytelling, so there is a lot of empty space, lots of pages where there's a lot going on visually, but it, it's really hard to, to actually narrate because, you know, it's hard to narrate a picture, but anyway, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, basically, Thor creating all of Asgard from dirt and nothing, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, this is probably, to my mind, the biggest drawback of everything that's going on here because, I mean, Asgard was supposed to have been destroyed. It's not like he brought Asgard from another dimension and transported it to Oklahoma, or is it? Um, I mean, we have the, a lot of big empty buildings there, you know, there's no furniture, there's no people, you know, it, it is kind of like he just created the entire thing out of, out of the bare earth. And it's hard to say how you would create forest covered mountains out of this prairie land that barely has any kind of scrub in it at all. So the only conclusion that you can really naturally come to about this is that it's magic. And because you start talking about magic at this point, anything is possible. So, you know, suspend your disbelief, but whatever they're doing here, I guess it sort of kind of makes sense. Now, as we go on in this series, I think that there's going to be things that make a lot less sense than this, but this is probably my biggest problem with the issue, and that is that you know, creating a city out of nothing is not an easy thing. Now, granted, it took Thor a week to do, but these are powers that Thor has never really exhibited before. It's been a while since we've had a new power show up on this show, and you know, building buildings using a thunderstorm is one that I don't think we've ever had before. So yeah, it's interesting. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Try not to think about it too much because I think you'll just be disappointed if you do. But anyway, um, story is basically, yeah, the Thor is becoming a neighbor to all these Oklahoma people. Now, eventually, hopefully people will start to tie Blake with Thor because they kind of both showed up at the same time. And uh, when Thor's around, where's Blake? So interesting. Yeah, well, we'll see what goes on there. And I, I, like I said, I don't read ahead in these uh, comics, so I don't know what's happening even next issue. But anyway, um, uh, artwork, amazing. I have to say, every bit of it, uh, there's not a wrong step here. Koipel is an amazing artist. His art looks great. I can only say great so many different ways before it gets really tiresome. Just know that I really, really like the art in this issue a lot. There's a few pages in here that I would just love to own. And because they all feature Thor prominently, they're probably the most expensive pages. But um, anyway, yeah, so really liking uh, what I'm seeing here and uh, enjoying this run of uh, the Straczynski Koipel Thor Volume 3. All right. And with that, it's time to wrap up the show. Hey, everybody, thanks very much for listening. I really do appreciate it. If you want to email the show, you can do so. The email address is radiofreeasgard at gmail.com. You can also join us over on the Facebook. Just go to Radio Free Asgard over there. Type it in the searchy box, and you will find us. And with that, I am back over the Rainbow Bridge, back to Midgard, Oklahoma at least. And we'll see you next time here on Radio Free
Asgard. Radio Free Asgard is copyright Tom Harris USA Productions, which is totally responsible for its content. The characters, stories, and situations presented on this program are copyright their respective copyright holders and are presented for entertainment, review, and educational purposes only. No ownership is implied. We make no money from this podcast and the contents are believed to be covered under fair use. If you like what you've heard on today's program, we'd appreciate it if you leave us an iTunes review, send us an email with your feedback, tell your friends, if you have any, or annoy your coworkers with our incoherent ramblings and silly voices. Thanks once again for listening to Radio Free Asgard. <laughs>